Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. Playing a little game here for the first two hours. Great Andrew Barry. It's going to be interesting to see what you say. I, I, I don't... I mean, by no means is it an A. And by no means is it... I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's an F. I, there are still a lot of... Because you make so many moves... And you're trying to figure out how to put this team together. And you got free agent signings, you got trades, you got draft. So not every move is going to be good. I I mean, I went through here thinking, I'm not going to find that many good moves. And I I went back and I was a little bit surprised by some of the moves that he had made that I was like, okay, not not the worst, not the worst move. That was a good move. You you look through a couple of these things. So, uh, Dan, where are you on this? Because I know you were... You were kind of a driving force on this topic. So it's kind of interesting when you sit down and start staring at between the draft picks, the free agent sightings, the trades, all of that stuff, and you look at it as a full scale of where Andrew Barry is, you start to realize that, yes, there are some clunkers along the way. Yeah. By the way, every general manager has clunkers along the way. We all can't draft. You know, We can't have that Seahawks Legion of Boom draft. We can't have the two Saints drafts that have taken place where they hit on every single pick, and those guys are all pro bowlers and all pro except for like two of them, I think, in the Michael Thomas uh, draft. Mm -hmm. You start looking at some of these drafts, and you realize that, okay, there's some clunkers in here. There are also some really, really good ones. Like Jedrick Wills, okay, that one was a clunker. Grant Delpit had a really nice season for this team. He, He turned it around and looked pretty good. So you give him props for that one. Harrison Bryant has been fine. Donovan Peoples-Jones has been a find in the sixth round. Nick Harris looked – he was supposed to be the center of the future and then got hurt. Okay, so the 2020 draft is fine, right? Greg Newsom has been a winner. Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa, jury's still out. You, you still I, – I think Jed Wills' biggest problem still is Joe Thomas. I think Jed Wills' biggest problem is somewhat Jed Wills, too. Yeah, I, I know, but I, I think the level of expectation – can't be the same for a Hall of Famer. It should be. correct. When you, I, I, I don't know. Well, you pick a guy 10th overall, right? The He's same the thing pick? the Yankees ran into with Didi Gregorius when he took over for Derek Jeter. You know, Gregorius yeah. was fine. He was right. a decent shortstop. Wasn't an all-pro or anything like that, but absolutely just got lit on fire. Why? Because he's not Derek Jeter. It's kind of the same thing with being the left tackle for the Cleveland Browns after Joe Thomas. Right, out of that 2020 draft, who's the best then? Is it Peoples-Jones? Delpit. Either Delpit or Peoples Jones, and I'll listen to the argument. You got it. Well, you got to pick one. Pick one. I will say Delpit as of right now. I think Peoples Jones will be when it's all. I think he will, especially because he was a six-round pick. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, so like you look at some of these, and you can see the hits all over the place. Of you know, again, Jerry's still out for Jeremiah Wusukormo. Greg Newsom, that's a hit. Well done. Anthony Schwartz is a bust. Uh, Tommy Togiai has has been a bust. Tony Fields had a couple moments. He also had a couple roughing the passer calls that you'd like to take back. Mm Richard LeCount has been gone. Demetric Felton, you'd like to see get the ball more. James Hudson, okay, fine. All of that kind of stuff in between. Yeah, that Togi, draft, Togi to me is an underachiever. Right? Yes. I, I don't, Bust is, is a, hard, a little bit harsher. Okay, then we'll go underachiever. Yes. I like that better, too, because it also gives him a chance to rise back up. Now, Schwartz is borderline bust, if not bust himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
you just expected a lot more. Again, you're going to get graded higher by the place where you were picked. So Martin Emerson has been outstanding. Yep, Alex Wright has been good for this team, and I think the future is very bright for Alex Wright. David Bell, you'd like to see get the ball more. Perry and Winfrey needs to get out of his own way because yep. the talent is there. Yeah, you're not too far off. Kate York, look, he missed a couple kicks this year and all that stuff. Fine. We'll see what next year looks like if it gets better from there. Jerome Ford looked good on special teams. We'll see what he can do. Michael Woods, everybody remembers him because he didn't improvise with Deshaun Watson and then got yelled at for that. Okay, right. fine. We'll figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think there are high hopes for some of the guys that are in that draft and in that group. And so you go through that, the drafts there, which a lot of people like to do when judging a general manager. You go through the moves. He stole Amari Cooper. I mean, yes. flat out stole Amari Cooper from the Cowboys. So that's that, a win on – That's his best move, isn't that's it? His, that's his best move. Jack Conklin has been really good for this team. Yes, he had a down year this year, and yes, he got hurt the year before. But Jack Conklin's been a pretty steadying force for this team. So that free agent move is a win. I like the Troy Hill signing. I thought it was good. Um, I think John Johnson is still really talented. They're just misusing him. And I will stand behind that thought process that when he was in 2020 with the Rams – in 2020 with the Rams, he was in the box, which means you know one of the front seven right there for 408 snaps. Right, and they used him to rush the passer. They used him in pass coverage. They used him. So is that on him ways. or is that on the defensive coordinator? No. Well, here you go. 2020, 408 snaps. 2021, he was in the box for 132 snaps. This season, 201 snaps. So again, when the guy was an All Pro and in the Pro Bowl, he was in the box for 408 snaps. Came to Cleveland. A lot of people started yelling at him, having issues with him. Some of it, I think, is misuse. That they casted him in a role that he shouldn't be in. And I think I want to see who comes in this year because I want to see if they can get back to the talent level that was once John Johnson. And so when you start looking at all these and you break down all of the moves and that stuff, Andy, I'm a B minus. I'm a B minus for for Andrew Barry. I think there are really good moves that are in here and really smart things that are done with this organization. There are also some serious clunkers along the way. And I, I think signing Miles Garrett long-term, great move. I think signing Denzel Ward long-term, yes, he had a down year this year. I think it, it will end up being a good move because you're realizing in this league how hard it is to find really good cornerbacks. And the Browns have a bunch of them. Like, I think it's a B-. minus. And if you want to say a C plus, okay, fine, I'll listen to that. But people who are going to call in and yell F because of this stuff, that, that's the stuff I'm not going to – I can't get behind because I think they're just incorrect. I I think the other thing that weighs him down right now is the fact that we just don't know what the Deshaun Watson story is going to look like when it's all said and done. And I think it weighs it, you know, it weighs him down. I mean, he did some, you, you take some things like, and the other thing too is we're not talking about like contract extensions too. Like we haven't brought that up as yeah. a part of the, you know, like extending miles quickly was, you know, probably good a move. pretty good move. Yeah. Good move. Um, Extending Denzel Ward, I think the jury's still out on. But Jack Conklin's interesting. I think that's an interesting one, too. Especially because it came out of nowhere. See what like, it looks like. I don't like. think anybody was really expecting that. Uh, you want to take a couple phone calls on this, or you want to start going through? You want to, uh, I'll hold off on something. Because I'm, mean, I, I I'm looking like at we've... some of these other players. Some of these free agents, like, <laughs> I know that no one really wants to make a big deal about this, but Corey Bjorkas gave us a, pound, a punter that's consistent all the time. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. When you have a bad punter, it stands out like a giant zit on your face. Right? Wow, that hurts. I've got uh, one right here. I'm sorry. What, that one hurts. Execution. That's what you do. Execution. 
Do you remember those? You're too young for those. Do you remember those commercials? No, Oxycure. we were we were always. Um, oh gosh, what were the? You used to go to the grocery store and they came in the little thing and you you pull out the little wipe and put it on your face to help get rid of the pepperoni pizza that was all over there. I had uh, to use Oxy those. Clean. Was an oxy clean. I can't think of. There's what it's a new called. thing now called pimple patch. Pimple patch. Yeah, the kids are using that. Interesting. Yeah. All right, but you know, but again, if you don't have a punter, it just stands out. And so I thought, you know, bringing in I, that's like one of those little moves. You're like, oh, you know what? That wasn't a bad move. I mean, the guy was AFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week, what two weeks ago? Right. So been awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, he he's been he's been really good as a punter, and you bring that one in. I mean, think of it this way: you brought in a quarterback who had a giant distraction, we'll call it that, off the field, okay? You needed a steadying force to bring in. You completely gutted your entire quarterback room with a guy in Case Keenum who a lot of people seem to like. You brought in Jacoby Brissett. You picked one guy who everybody loved throughout the entire league and made him the starting quarterback for 11 games, and he kept the train on the track. When's the last time you heard Case Keenum's name on this show? It's been a minute. I, like beginning of the season mm-hmm. when people were saying, well, they're going to hang on to Jacoby Brissett. Let's see how long this thing's going to go. They need to bring in another quarterback. I thought, you know, the 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 fact that they did the two for one, because I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, that Deshaun, they, they got Deshaun and it was within 24 hours they had Jacoby too. Yeah, they, they, they com- knew exactly what they were doing in that scenario. They completely redid the quarterback room and a quarterback came in here for 11 games where every single week he was asked about a guy who was not in the locker room with his teammates and kept the train on the tracks. Now, on the flaw side, too, by the way, in the free agency part, defensive tackle is an abomination. I mean, that is an absolute train wreck, and you could say the same thing about linebacker if you want to. So that's an X for Andrew Berry on top of it. The only reason I'm saying it is I'm looking at Taven Bryan right now. And I know they took a swing on Malik McDowell, who looked really good for this team. They knew when they made that signing that Malik McDowell had off the field issues on top of that. And they were hoping that those demons would not creep back in. And they, boy, did they creep in. So here's another interesting free agent move. And we're going to go to the phone lines here in a second, too, because I know I'm going to bring this up for Jakeem Grant. I mean, if he would have stayed healthy, I wonder what that would have done for special teams. And if they, I, I was truly excited to watch him return kicks. Weren't you? I thought that was a, a good bit. move. I mean, Jerome Ford did a good job back there. He did, but I do think the the expectations got lowered because they weren't putting – I, I thought the Browns were like haphazardly using guys because they didn't want to get the, the big guns hurt. And then once they decided late in the season that they – let's put Jerome Ford uh, – yeah, let's put Jerome Ford, let's put Donovan Peoples-Jones back there, that they made an impact by using impact players on special teams. Because I think we all thought Jakeem Grant was going to be that guy. His contract's super interesting because – there's no guaranteed salary for next year. He's on a um, he's here through 24 if they want him here. Well, depending on what the cap is going to look like, because I got a feeling it's going to go up, which will help out the Browns and a lot of other teams as well as they try to remake their teams. If it goes up, hopefully that's a guy that sticks around. Yeah, I'm. St- I, I got to be honest. I really want to give him a. I, I want to give Andrew Barry grade, but it's just to me when you made the Deshaun Watson move. I'm looking at all these little moves that have gone and they. They should be a part of his resume. They should be what you think about him. I, I can't give him a grade. I can't. It's. I hope it's emerging. I hate to go back to the elementary school thing. <laughs> I can't believe. But I, I'm going to give him emerging. Emerge. I can't. Like, I, there's no part of me that says it's an A. 
But there's still this part of me that there's no way I'm going to say it's an F because I just don't know what it is. And it's hard to give him a grade. So what do you think? 216-578-0092 or on Twitter at CLE Talking Heads Baskin and Phelps with Dan Menigan. Grading Andrew Barry. That's what we're doing right now. Tom Withers is going to join us at 11, the Browns general manager. Um, you heard what Dan did. You gave him a B minus? Yeah, I'm a B minus. I gave him an incomplete. And I, I might have been. I don't know. I, it would have had to depend on how they did this season, so I can't really give it. I, it's, it's it's incomplete because the Deshaun Watson thing just completely leaves you in limbo on a lot of things towards the future. And so, you know, and that was spent in the past. So that's why I'm just like, I, I don't know where to go with it because if it goes in the right direction, well, then we'll go back and we'll look at little things like Dakota Allen or you'll, and then, or you'll say like, oh, well, Ethan Posick, that was a great move, it's a right? Great move. Like, there's a lot of little moves that you could say that was a great move, boy. Mm-hmm. That was that was outstanding. Extending Joel Batonio, but none of this Extending matters. Teller. It just the it, the win loss thing drags it back down. So it's it, I'm just kind of and I I don't want to be wishy washy on it, but I, I just at this point that that trade is just hovering like a cloud over Berea. And that's the most interesting part, probably, of the Andrew Berry tenure and what it's going to be, because in the... It will define him. Yeah. In the six games that we saw of... And is, it, is it sad that I had to do the math? 11? Yeah. In the six games that we saw of Deshaun Watson, he looked like one of the worst quarterbacks in football. Really did. And the numbers will bear that out, that he looked like one of the worst quarterbacks in football. All right, the let's question go to- is, is that Rust? Or did they make a gargantuan boo-boo? And I'm going to go with rust, but... We're hoping. You got your fingers crossed. Henry is in Akron. Not Henry Aaron, but Henry in Akron. Hello, Henry. How are you? Hello. Thank you. I'm in between a C- and a D+. Okay. And the reason for it, like you said, the the Sean Washington deal, because we're in limbo. Those last six games have been worse, and uh, it's the accountability of the organization, and I'm grading him on. There is no accountability. He's supposed to lead from the front. What about that's why I'm giving him a C, like I said, a C, a D minus C plus. He's around there with me. All right. Thank you, Henry. Appreciate your phone call. Thanks for chiming in. I also wonder how tied he is. Like, I think Jeff, the one thing that Jeff says that, and it's funny that I should say the one thing because Jeff says that all the time, but the one thing I clearly think that Jeff is right on is that if this doesn't work, Stefanski, Barry, and D Podesta are a triangle that – if it's not working, I just think all three of them are on the same page, which sometimes would be good, but I, I think they're so tied together right now that if one falters, it could tumble all three. Deep Podesta, maybe yeah. not, just because I was looking at his contract. He's up, he's well, around and, for another and, couple and years. And he's but. been here through the whole darn thing. Right. You know, it's it's not like he's just some new hire that came in with Andrew Barry. I mean, that dude's been here since Jimmy Haslam. But he's the him. guy that wanted Stefanski, too, and we had to wait an extra year to get him. Right. Because they ended up going with John Dorsey and and so on and so forth. And if John Dorsey can hire a coach, who knows what situation we'd be in? Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go to Tom in Moreland Hills. Hi, Tom. What's happening, How Tom? are you doing? Good. How are you? How are you guys? Good. I give him an F. Okay. I, I know. I know. agrees with that. I, I'm just kidding. Let me say this. <laughs> You're good, dude. Do, Look, I, I've always said we, the truth is somewhere in the middle. So, what do you what do you think? Well, here's what I think. They claim the analytics. Uh, what Jeff was saying the other day, we've got about four players on the team 
that are playing above average, according to the ratings he was given. Right, pro football they, they focus. Claim they, they claim their job is to put people in the best positions. Well, if they put them in the best position and we got four guys that are above average, that's pretty bad. When you go with uh, we've got as bad as we were this year, we traded our future to get here. We've got we're missing draft choices. At this point in time, if we offered two first round draft choices, would anybody take Deshaun Watson? Yes. Would they would pick up his contract? Yes. They would they, the guaranteed contract. Yes. I I I, I dispute that, but we we, we who, you, you, you think if we cut him, somebody would pick up the contract that we've got him signed to? Yes. Fifty million dollars a year guaranteed. Yes. I agree with him. Well, I think one or two teams would jump on board. I think Vegas would do I, it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's a majority of the league by any means. I just think that it, there, you always were going to have one or two teams on the bottom of the league that might take the opportunity to do it. it the reason I, that I, I say that is Vegas because is point. before this six-game sample, when he sat out for two years, he was unbelievable with Houston. And you can, sure, if you want to point to 4-12, and 12, I will also point and tell you that every other aspect of that team was an absolute train wreck under Bill O'Brien. And he had so little talent around him that he was throwing to – Kiki Cutie and various other receivers that I'm sure you've had for a cup of coffee on your fantasy team or possibly tanked your fantasy team one week or another. So well, I, the talent is there for him, man. I'm not disputing he would go someplace. I'm disputing they would take a guaranteed contract. They would. Well, they, everybody else dropped out when it went guaranteed last time, and he had a better record then. No, I think but, we we blew them away because no one had done it before. I right. think that's more the, the – it's not that everybody – remember, he dropped out on us. And then they came back with a guarantee, and they're like, "Well, we've never seen this before. Um, boy, maybe and, I can't handle." And I'll tell you 16. this thing, Tom, for sure. The other owners were angry that the Browns did it. Still, yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll see. We'll see how it goes because I oh, will absolutely. bet you Baltimore they don't they don't offer guaranteed contracts after seeing what's happened to the Browns with Deshaun. But that that's but my other thing is the extensions and stuff. How many players do we have on this team under contract that people would take at their contract price? You guys might like Ward. I don't. I don't think he's a deal at his thing. That's part of being a general manager is, is dealing with a cap. And, and another part of being a general manager is knowing when you've made a mistake. The idea of keeping draft choices because they're you drafted them, and keeping them on your team doing nothing. Tom, I think that last point is a very good point. That's and, a, and, and made I a do lot of think. Really good points thank him, you, man. Tom. I, I just think that going into this season, he's going to be forced just by attrition to let some of his draft picks go. So we'll see what happens there. I mean, you, you, you're you going to hit a point where you can't keep every one of your draft picks. Absolutely. I think we've got enough tape to know that Jordan Elliott isn't the answer. We've got enough tape to know that that Jacob Phillips is not the answer. Like, there's there are a lot of guys that we can all look at right now and go, okay, that guy's not the answer. Uh, Nick Harris will be interesting because I think they should sign Ethan Posick because I think Ethan Posick is outstanding, et cetera. Yeah, I think that was just a great surprise. Mm -hmm. I think that worked out super well. And why tell it? I mean, you look at another guy that was a surprise that you didn't think was going to be able to be as good as he was. Uh, Nick is in Eastlake. Hi, Nick. What's happening, Nick? Hey, Eddie. Hey. How are you? Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with uh, Dan on this. Andrew Barry's not that bad. I know we made some mistakes, but there were injuries. I know I'm making excuses. Now, I want to get back to a couple of things, okay? Sure. This Schwartz guy, he's, is he still a project or has he been projected? I'm fed up with getting these projects that don't work, you know? But then we drafted this Bell guy. I don't know if he's going to turn out. Here's an idea. I, I, I just think Bell money. needed the ball more. I, like, And Schwartz is another, like, it, it, with a, on a team now that doesn't have first-round picks, 
you can't swing mm-hmm. and miss in the third round like you did with Schwartz. That that yeah. th- there's no more missing because those mistakes are just going to crush you down the road because you don't have the first round picks. Go ahead. I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no, Andy. I'm just saying I want to get somebody. I don't know what the pocket book looks like. The Browns have got to have two real good receivers. Everybody knew they needed a receiver this year, and they didn't do nothing. They went with the Bell guy, and they thought Schwartz. People's Jones is coming along, but why can't we get DeAndre Hopkins or Brandon Cooks? I don't know what they're asking. Well, I, I got to tell you, Cooper might be the best move he made. He's made since he's been here. I mean, you, that's a five-star move. I would love both of those guys. Yeah, yeah I, would I would too. But I, I'm not. I, what, when we say he didn't do anything at wide receiver, that's just not true. I mean. Bringing that deal for Amari Cooper was a absolute highway robbery. Like, yeah, but everybody t- double teamed him and watched him. There wasn't really any other option. You know, right now the Goku. My final question, hundred percent, guys. Okay, sure. huh? Okay, uh, I had these dreams. Okay, not with women, of course. It's football. <laughs> okay, it's okay. a family show. Keep so, going. Yeah, we, yeah. we try right, to keep right, it at least PG thirteen. Yeah, although kids are in okay. school, so go ahead. Now this is Deshaun Watson. He. I kind of questioned this too, and people are right. He had to, he only played the six games, I know. But do you guys remember when Le'Veon Bell had that year off with Pittsburgh, and he came back and he just downright sucked? I mean, no offense to him, but he went to the Jets for all that money, and I'm wondering if Deshaun Watson is going to be okay. I, you guys just can you give me some assurance so I can actually sleep through the night? No, <laughs> um, I can't because that's why it's incomplete. Yeah, my I, advice just would don't be know. sequel because I don't I don't have a. I don't have one, and the reason being is, boy, was it ugly. Um, if you go by, there's a statistic called EPA that's working its way, expected points added, and it's a statistic that's being used all over the NFL to to rate these guys, and you see it all over the place. It's kind of like, you know, how many points does this player add when he's on the field? Deshaun Watson this year was at the very bottom in between Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson at the very bottom of EPA. He was brutal. He was absolutely brutal. Um, I really want that to be rust, Andy. I really want it to be rust. I got. I'm getting questions because as I'm, I'm looking here, like about if another team would take, uh, would give up two first rounders for Watson and the contract right now, and uh, it's hard not to go back and remember when they got him. How many other teams were, you know, interested? The Falcons would probably do it right now. I bet the Jets would do it right now. Raiders, you said? I bet the Raiders would do it. I think Josh McDaniels would be drooling over that idea. Because you got to remember, too, I think he's 26. He's really young on top of that. So, I mean, those are three off the top of my head. And I'm sure if I – Washington, I bet the Commanders would do it. That would solve their quarterback problems that they've had forever. Yeah. I mean, we could go down the list. If you give me time, I'm sure I could come up with about eight teams. Um, let's do this. Nelson's an Avon Lake. Hi, Nelson. Nelson. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? We're doing well. I'm doing okay. Andy, I, I agree 100% with you. I, I see this as an incomplete. Um, and, and I see it as an incomplete because of the Deshaun Watson trait, right? Because when the when when Barry took over, we remember, right, the quarterback that was in place, one named Baker Mayfield, was not his pick. So sure. he will this, – this trait will define Andrew Barry's, you know, legacy or career as a, as a GM in the NFL – so, so to me, it's an incomplete. The one thing, and, and one of the callers previously, I think, mentioned that, that I somewhat question is maybe, I don't know if this is Andrew. I don't know if this is Deepa Desta. I don't know if this is an organizational philosophy. 
is the overvaluing of their draft picks, right? Because we have seen, we all knew this year we needed defensive tackles. We all knew this year we needed receivers uh, or a better receiving core. And yet, you know, their reliance on those draft picks, which we know, or linebacker, I mean, we, we can go on and on, right? It tells me that, you know, it concerns me, right? Like, we need to do a better job of, because I, no no GM, right, is going to hit 100% of the draft picks, right? right. I, don't, I don't even know what the percentage is. Was it, was it like, what, 30%, 40%, 50%? I don't even know. It may be lower than that, right? So that, that to me, concerns me. But, I, but, but that would be my grade. Incomplete at this moment for that reason. All right. We're on the same page. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. You too, makes guys. sense, Nelson. It makes sense. I mean, if you want to go with incomplete because it all depends on Watson, I think that is a, a perfectly logical way to look at this. I just think sometimes we get general managers that are stuck and like, oh, we need wide receivers. They're all under six foot. Man, that was probably – I go back and think about that. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Why? Oh, yeah. I mean, at least – this isn't the oh gosh what was his name Ray Farmer Ray Farmer where he's coming out there telling us how to make a cup of coffee you know and and all of the nonsense that took place there with receivers all under six feet that were never drafted and just taking anybody that the Seahawks decided to cut like we're at least we're past that and we're past all that and maybe that's putting rose-colored glasses on for me where it's like it was so bad for so long that even mediocre now looks fantastic and maybe I'm falling into that trap but B minus makes a lot of sense. And if you want to say incomplete, I could see where you would say incomplete because it all depends on the quarterback. Tom Withers, it's not news till Tom Withers says so. Next, Associated Press, he'll join us right here. Basket and Phelps with Dan Menigan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.